0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Lakers try to get win number one on the season. You think Russell Westbrook is out, and you're gonna add more shooting, and you're gonna add a big. It still hasn't changed much for the
0: Lakers.
2: No matter who's in the game, it's like, it's how we play.
0: The Denver Nuggets are rolling on this Lakers team Up big.
2: We're four games in, it sucks to lose, but it's plenty of time for us to right the ship.
1: James, who is 0-4 for just the second time in his career, no. is it possible, based on how they are presently constructed, to turn this season around
3: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.
4: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Malika Andrews, and as you just heard, the, the vibes, they are not great so far for the Lakers this season. Not only is this the first time since LeBron's rookie year that his team has started 0-4, but no team that has went winless over the first four games has gone on to win an NBA championship. So here's LeBron James after the Lakers' latest loss.
2: Some of it's early season stuff, obviously. Um, Obviously, you know, like I said, it's a new system. It's a new group of guys together. We're still trying to get familiar with one another. I think, you know, we've been third overall in defensive ratings, top 10 in pretty much everything defensively. And we've been bottom everything offensively. I had some unforced turnovers today just trying to make the right play, but... um, not being aggressive enough you know and forcing a lot of things but yeah we got gonna make some shots
4: we now welcome in ESPN senior writer Brian Winhorst. and Brian you have followed LeBron incredibly closely throughout his entire career and we've seen him take teams carry teams far into the playoffs but how are you assessing this start
0: well, LeBron knew when he signed the extension with the Lakers back in August, which in essence took the pressure off of them really rapidly improving the team for this year. He knew when he did that, that it was a longer term investment. Uh, certainly he and the Lakers wanted this season to have a better start and they still are hoping that they can turn it around. But um, I-, I don't think anybody was under the delusion that this was a complete team. Mm. They knew they were going to have issues. They knew. They that they were going to have to deal with Russell, the Russell Westbrook situation, which we're in the middle of seeing them do with right now. It is not something that was unexpected. And like LeBron just said, they do see some light at the end of the tunnel because they're defending better. Mm. And if they can just get out of playing some of the worst offense we've seen in in recent modern history, that they should be okay. But Malika, saying, uh, you know, Lakers and championship in the same sentence, it, it's not. it's just not rational. And it wasn't rational in August. And I do think LeBron and the rest of the Lakers understand that.
4: Brian, thank you. Please do not go too far. So here's something we know, right? We know that successful LeBron James teams, he's surrounded by shot makers when that happens. He's assisted on more threes than Steph has made in his entire career, which is wild. But this Lakers team is not built that way. They're shooting 22.3% from deep. That's the worst stretch in any four-game span in NBA history, like, ever. Ever. You pick any four game stretch for any team since the induction of the three point line, and the Lakers would have shot worse than that from the beyond the arc so here's Patrick Beverly on how they're looking on the bright side here.
2: well I think we, I think we were shooting uh, I think we were shooting twenty percent and today we shot twenty six percent so we got better
4: so Tim, you know a little something about three-point shooting. You won the three-point contest, right, in 1996. How are you evaluating this from the Lakers?
5: Well, here's the thing. We can talk about the three-point shooting every night, and we're going to because Mm. it's that bad. What I'm talking about is the way it affects you on the other end of the floor and the way you start to break down defensively because you're dispirited with what's going on on the other end. And that's kind of what I saw in this one. The Lakers got out, actually, to a pretty good start in this game, but eventually – When the ball's not going in or you have bad possessions, these kind of things happen. And actually, initially, it's pretty good. It's just a simple two-man game that Denver's going to run right here. And you get two guys involved, two defenders involved in the ball screen action. And LeBron and Patrick Beverly do a nice job containing this. The third guy involved in this is Anthony Davis, and that's going to be the focus of this possession. You can see him sort of hovering and hanging out in case Gordon were to get a slip to the rim. He's in the proximity to defend that. But as you can see right here, We're in good shape. Both of these situations are locked down. So now Anthony Davis has to understand Nikola Jokic has rotated to the top. This is your closeout and your responsibility on this possession. And you'll take a look what happens. On the swing, look at Anthony Davis' body positioning. He is completely upright, and there is no way Nikola Jokic from 27 feet, a guy that's not exactly fleet of foot, Mm. should be able to catch this, turn the corner, get to the rim. And then you rely on help if this does happen. And here's the situation. Patrick Beverly's saying, "All right, I got three options i can stay here fully commit draw a charge in which case it'll probably be a kick out to murray i can stunt and recover and then you're going to ask for that last line of defense or i can just stay home and watch what he does he stunts and recovers and that means the last line of defense is lebron james And here's what LeBron is thinking. I'm reluctant to fully commit on Jokic's drive because that means Aaron Gordon is gonna go up here and catch a lob from one of the best passers in the league. So instead, he stays back flat footed. It's an easy turn or corner dunk. Mm. That just is too simple. Now, this one again, offensively it leads from the mistake what you get defensively. Here's the entry pass to the wrong hand. Anthony Davis doesn't really hold him off. Look at the job Jokic does in getting this deflection on the backside. But it's what happens after that that I'm concentrating on. First, this is your center. Now, you show me a center in the league in this situation that's not going to advance the ball to a guard and let him push it, and we get out running this way. But no, this is Nikola Jokic, you know what he says? He's like, no, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and push this as the point guard, and now my wings are gonna get out and run, and that's what I want you to focus on defensively. Stop it right here. You're in a great position, actually. You've got this defender, in front of this wing runner and you've got a back defender that is clearly going to stop the ball as it comes up the floor but watch what happens right here this is just a dead sprint Where someone gets outrun because they're not in full sprint mode to get back, you give up a transition layup in a situation when you've got numbers back. And that's what I'm talking about, defensive effort and concentration being being affected by how poorly you are playing offensively.
4: Legs, thank you for that insight. I want to bring in Vince Carter and Kendrick Perkins here. And, Perk, I'll start with you. It feels a little early, right, to be going full doomsday, but is there a bright side here? As Pat Bev mentioned, how can this be salvaged?
3: It can't be. And look, I don't care what Pat Bev is talking about. Hell, I don't even I didn't even think about and don't care what LeBron was talking about after that game. Here's the here's the point right here, okay? The Lakers are just trash at the moment. Okay, their roster is not good. They're <laughs> disgusting. Okay, it's almost like you at breakfast time and you're going to pull you and you're going to pull you some cereal, right? And you're thinking that it's Lucky Charms and you find out it's kibbles and bits. It's straight dog food. It's disgusting. <laughs> this is what the Lakers are at the moment. I okay, love okay? Lucky it's Charms. no ifs, ands, buts about it. Yeah, I do too, but you find out it's kibbles and bits and all of a sudden you don't like it. And this is what the Lakers are. So, like, we keep coming on here and I understand right, because of uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis and they are the Lakers that we have to talk about them, but at this moment, this is who they are. We're going to continue to talk about how horrible they are because they're going to continue to lose games and I didn't want to come on here and be ranting, but I had no choice. Once I found out we was talking about the Lakers, this is the best way to describe
5: them.
2: Vince? Uh, How do I follow that? Uh, No, I mean, he's right. Right now, I mean, they're just a team that is just trying to figure it out. I mean, they're just individuals. They're not a team right now. Uh, I I think they're going to make a mistake by trying to lean on LeBron at this age and then tire him out and won't have anything at the end of the day. And the, the, the other scary thing to this Malika and Perk you're going to mess around and have separation in your locker room. Then you really have a problem. Then what do you, where do you go from there? So this needs to be fixed, and I think we all know how, what, how and what needs to be done. If not, mm. crash. All
4: right, gentlemen, I think that's enough Lakers for now because the back-to-back reigning MVP was balling last night. Nikola Jokic posted yes. 31 points, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists for the Nuggets. Look out. Jokic led his team in points. Rebounds, assists for the 85th time in his career, the most a center in NBA history, poor Elias Sports Bureau. So, Shanae, like I said, enough of the negativity please, here. Please, What did you see from Nikola Jokic? He's just a great
6: example of how fundamentals matter, how skill, can really be applied. Learning basketball IQ, as you mentioned, 31, 13, and 9, almost a triple double. My goodness! Most as a center, leading your point, uh, your team in points, assists, and rebounds. That's just phenomenal. It's just, you know, it's funny. Tim was like the guy that's not exactly fleet of foot, but he plays the game the right way and is surrounded by key pieces like Jamal Murray, KCP, uh, Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, um, that are able to knock down shots and are great compliments around him. Yeah. You. You feel like there are certain teams that are burgeoning right now in the NBA, whether it's the Suns or the Nuggets that are really trying to make a name for themselves and play good basketball, and he's just a salient example
4: of it. Well, and they didn't even have Michael Porter Jr., right? And so we saw them get off to a little bit of a shaky start in that game against Utah. How are you feeling about them now?
6: Well, you never thought, even though the Lakers had some signs of life in the matchup, you Mm. never thought that they lost control of the game. Mm. And to be able to win these types of games and show that Jokic is like someone that can wake up, wash, rinse, repeat, and and be consistent, I just— I, I'm just happy to talk this side of the ball.
4: Oh, okay, Well, we're going to go from one two-time MVP to another because coming up here on NBA Today, Giannis, he was doing Giannis-like what? things last night. Did you <laughs> see him against the Nets?
6: Barely because your girl was at Black Panther, but I saw the highlights in the second half.
4: Well, you and Tim Legler are going to break down what makes him so great. That is coming up. Plus... Speaking of the Nets, is it time for patience or panic in Brooklyn? Hear what Kyrie Irving had to say about Ben Simmons. And with half man, half amazing here, do you know where we have to go for the first time this season, today? We are going to the Upper Room. Where Vince Carter is going to break down the best dunks of the year so far. We'll be right back. Room, room,
1: Upper Room. <laughs>
0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
3: NBA Today is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more.
7: At the end of the day, uh, I'm okay with who I am. I, I understand my role. Uh, I try to be the best role player to ever play this game and to make my uh, team successful. So I'm trying to improve, but at the end of the day, if uh, this is who I am, I'm okay with, with it. And uh, I'm still able to help my team
3: in uh, uh, win games in any way I can.
4: The Bucks hosting the Nets last night. Let's take a look at this game, going ahead to the third quarter here. Giannis brings the ball up. A lot of Take a contact. look at Steve Nash here. Not happy with that no call. And he lets the refs have it. Look, it's called for a technical foul here. He's still furious. He's ejected for the first time. You can see. Coach Vaughn holding him back. Meanwhile, in the third, Giannis in 70 points on six of eight shooting. Bucks outscore the Nets by 14 in the quarter and go into the fourth with a two-point leave here. And Giannis, he just kept it going in the fourth. So 430 left to play. Bucks up by eight. Giannis pulls up from the free throw line. It's good. Next possession, Giannis. And one. Son. <laughs> and then finally, Giannis backing down Ben Simmons. Finishes down low here. Take another look. It looks like Giannis after this, maybe... He did a little too small. Work. Oh, he definitely did, Malika. Giannis has 43 points, 14 rebounds, 5 of 6. The Bucs win at 110-99. And Giannis is off to a hot start. He's leading the league in scoring at 36 points per game. Second with 13 rebounds behind Rudy Gobert. He's had consecutive 40-point games for just the second time in his career. Not bad for us, someone who we just heard call himself a role player. Uh, Legs, what did you see from Giannis last night?
5: Well, first of all, if that dude's a role player, <laughs> I'm thinking my whole career. Like, I don't Thank know what you. that makes me if this guy's a role player. <laughs> I don't
6: know. A little, Maybe a notch below
5: that. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, no question about it. And so I'm watching this game, and the Nets actually played a really good first half. They're in control early third quarter. And then it becomes about Giannis, and the word for him is relentless. And this, this is where he's so special. He just doesn't care about what you've got going on defensively. So here's a shot that goes up. I mean, you can't be – In better position if you're the brooklyn Nets to stop transition you've got four guys above the three-point line and then you've got a fifth defender sprinting and you've got basically the entire bucks team under the basket right so no way can this lead to a no pass transition layup at the other end even as he comes up he's looking up everybody is on this side of half court defensively finally he's going to process this and here's what he's knowing most teams are not going to really sell out to him the way that the Raptors did four years ago in the postseason when they changed that series. So even though you got five defenders in the paint, He understands what it takes physically to actually commit to this penetration. Yeah, they're not gonna overreact. Not at all. And once he wins this matchup right here, this crossover, (laughs) right now, you realize the last line of defense is right here. And it's it's Kevin Durant, he's long, but Kevin Durant's not gonna impede Giannis at the rim. It's a business decision. (laughs) 100%. Turns the corner, gets to the rim, now here again transition look at again look what the nets have going on you can't ask for better defensive positioning four guys back behind the basketball and even when he gets to this point Giannis is looking at this saying okay and if i drive middle if i take this thing middle right here you got a a help defender that's going to sell out maybe take a charge force the kick out if Giannis decides to go downhill You've got a backline defender here. Are you really willing to put your body in front and force this kick to the corner? Giannis knows most guys aren't willing to do it, so it's one stride, step through, use my strength, use my length, and finish. And this entire game became about Giannis overwhelming them Physically, that's really all it was and living at the rim the entire third quarter.
6: And the one thing I will give Giannis, he says he's a role player. We all know that's a lie. One thing I will give him is that he does have underrated aspects of his game, and one of those is ball handling. You mentioned this was from the third quarter on. 13 for 15 from the field in the second half, 34 points. You just have to feel like, This guy, and you know one thing I loved in the post game, he absolutely said, "Hey guys, I felt like I wasn't myself in the first half." And he flipped a switch. I don't know many players in the NBA that want it more on a night-to-night basis than Giannis Antetokounmpo.
4: So that's the Milwaukee Bucks side of things. Let's get to the other side with Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets. So we're picking up in the third quarter here. The Nets watch him here, get the defensive rebound, go in transition, but listen to what Kyrie Irving says to Ben Simmons. Shoot it, Ben. So Simmons immediately passes out of the paint instead of looking for a shot. Here's what Kyrie Irving had to say after the game.
7: If we're going to come in and be honest as a team, I'm I'm not trying to just be critical over what Ben's done right or done wrong every single night. He has the skills to be a great professional. Um, he's done it in the past, and he hasn't played in two years. So you guys keep coming in here asking me, like, what about Ben? What about Ben? And it's just he hasn't played in two years. Give him, give him a chance. F- you know what I mean? We stay on his We're just here to give him positive affirmations uh, while he's out there and just let him hoop. You know, we want Ben to be, uh, you know, aggressive every single play. And we want him to get assist every single play. We want him to rebound. We want him to play it against the best player. We want him to do all the things that, you know, he, we know he's capable of. But at this time, he's going to have to work himself into his own confidence and feel good about himself. And I'm not going to say I'm being patient or humble about it, but Uh, The reality is that we're just going to keep having to try this experiment every single night until we get the right recipe.
4: Appreciate that insight there from Kyrie Irving. Uh, Ben Simmons has scored 21 points through four games this year. The season started last Tuesday. Already, players have scored 21 points in a game 191 different times. It's happened 29 times and a half. And four times, four times, someone has had 21 points in a single quarter. So back here with Vince, with Perk, with Legs, with Brian. Tim, I'm going to start with you on this one. We just put up the stats. He's struggling offensively, right? But you specifically were looking at something when he brings the ball up the court.
5: Yeah, the problem I have is this. We understand that right now he lacks confidence, he lacks aggressiveness. Okay, we're going to be patient with him while he tries to find his way through that. The problem is when this is your primary ball handler and you don't have a threat, at the initial action up the floor and everybody defensively knows it, to me, this is just wasted time. And as long as they continue to insist that this is your point guard, it is going to continue to be talked about by us. Because it's not about beating up Ben Simmons or picking on Ben Simmons. Mm. What it's about is that is not the way the position is normally played in the NBA. That typically is somebody that is going to put pressure on you defensively. Doesn't mean he's got to take 10, 12, 15 shots a night. That's not his thing I get it, but you can at least be involved in early action to put pressure on defenses with your length and speed and passing ability the way that he did at his best in Philly. He is so far removed from that, I think the beginning of these possessions need to look a little bit differently. And if they insist on this is your walk-it-up point guard, every time there's a dead ball or a made basket, this is who's bringing the ball up the floor. To me, you've wasted eight to ten seconds of offense because nothing is going to happen at the initial point of attack except for a dribble handoff. Mm. And that that's my bigger point with the point guard position than it is about really Ben Simmons and and him in particular. Mm.
2: And and Legs, I want to add to that. And if you notice that, you're talking about bringing up the the, the ball. Every now and then, you need Ben Simmons just to eat up that space. If the big is going to sit that deep into the paint, and they're going to sit that deep with the bigs, now you have two bigs into the paint. If you saw there, you know, he goes, there, look at the space set there. Eat up the space. Be aggressive. And I like what Kyrie said. Yes, you know, he has to gain his confidence, but if he eats up some of that space, now you have to respect a driving NBA player at some point. And now you you get guys easy baskets that way alone, and he doesn't have to shoot. Or sometimes when you're aggressive, you work your way to an easy layup, and you don't have to worry about the mental thoughts of shooting the jump shot. So I think those are ways he can kind of play his way back into his confidence by just being aggressive, attacking the paint with sometimes the notions of, hey, I'm going to get a layup or I'm going to play bully ball mm. or I'm going to create an open shot for some of my guys on my team.
4: Play his way back into being aggressive. That's sort of what Kyrie Irving alluded to in the fact that he's had this huge mm-hmm. layoff and they're not necessarily patient, but he knows that they need to be. Brian, my question for you is, can the Nets afford to be patient here or do they need to change something?
0: they don't have a choice Um, and you know obviously what vince is talking about is what a lot of people are talking about and the scouts who have been dispatched to watch ben simmons closely and there have been a lot early in this season believe the reason that ben simmons doesn't go aggressive isn't because he's afraid of missing the shot as much as he's afraid of being fouled He's only taken nine free throws the entire season so far. He's only made three of them. And when you look at Kyrie telling him to shoot, he was in a position there where he was very likely to be fouled. He's not afraid necessarily of missing the shot. And the other thing that has bothered scouts who have watched Ben Simmons play is his reaction to being in foul trouble. Now, in this game here the other night, this is the sixth foul. He was upset about this. But I've talked to scouts who have watched repeatedly as Ben Simmons gets into foul trouble and gets pulled out of the game. And they believe... I don't know if it's exactly how he feels, but the scouts believe he almost looks like he's relieved to be coming out of the game at times. So I can understand why his teammates are already trying to be protective of him. But the thing that sticks out to me, the big worry point for the Nets, Dur- uh, you know, Durant, Irving, and Simmons have played 77 minutes together so mm. far this season. That's a pretty big amount for four games. They've been outscored in those 77 minutes by 30 points. That's their big three, guys. And that's really worrying. Some uh, you know those results you know in addition to what Simmons is doing individually. Park.
3: Well, Kyrie said that have patience with him. Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets could have patience with Ben Simmons. But us as fans and us in the media, why do we have to have patience with a guy that was drafted the number one pick overall, a guy that chose to quit on his team last season, a guy that basically at one point wanted to give Philly the option between to pick out of him and Embiid of who was going to be the franchise guy. And look, I understand. I get this, right? I'm not going to keep beating on this drum about Ben Simmons' offense. At this point, he has shown us who he is, and that's who he is. I don't think there's no coming back from it. He's not going to look at the basket, forget even shooting the basketball. I watched about a handful of times where he said the screen could have actually rolled to the basket, but he didn't even dive to the basket because yeah. he was afraid of even getting the ball to finish for a layup. Let's talk about the defensive side of things. Yesterday, Giannis was imposing his will. Old school daddy ball on the low block. I hadn't seen that many drop steps since Shaquille O'Neal. Ben Simmons is 6'10", 250 pounds. I didn't see him go on that end and try to Check him up. Forget the offensive end. Impact Compete. on the defensive end. Hmm. They didn't trade Ben Simmons for James. They didn't trade James Harden to get Ben Simmons to come in and be a below average or average player. They brought him in to be an all defensive type of player and an all-star caliber player. So, Talking about having patience, no, we can't have patience. And it's not what he did last year, it's how he did it. And so the way that he did it and forced his way out of Philly, it's no way that you could come back and start the season and look the same as what you did the last time we saw you in the postseason when you was playing against the Atlanta Hawks.
4: Well, since you mentioned Philly, let's check in on them next on NBA Today because the Sixers, they struggle and it's continuing. Uh, Is this more than just a slow start for them? We're going to dive into what they need to do what changes they may need to make that's coming up next plus a big perk he said this on Twitter uh, but Ant dropped a 34 wing dinner spicy is that how you say it with extra ranch maybe Popeyes is going to have something to say about that (laughs) and we take a flight with Air Canada himself Vince Carter takes us to the upper room all of that and more we're just getting started here on NBA Today
7: You're watching it, it. fires three-pointer,
2: NBA Today.
1: Tatum
5: comes oh. Big top flush with a right hand. Oh, that was nasty.
3: He's the most dominant player in the NBA? You're watching NBA Today.
5: Somebody get that baby out the street.
2: I see you, Kawhi. oh my goodness. Morant into the air.
3: You're watching NBA Today.
7: I'm James Harden. I'm Jordan Big. RG. You're watching NBA Today.
4: The Sixers, their early season struggles, they continued as they headed north to play the Raptors. Let's go there now. Pascal Siakam and the Raptors taking on Joel Embiid and the 76ers.
6: Nice little crossover. dime. punch through dunk, okay now. You know what, Tim? The Raptors are one of my favorite teams. People get mad when I say they exceed expectations, but I do think they, they're they slept on. Pascal Siakam, one of those slept on players as well.
5: I'm in that fan club with you. I, okay. lo- I love watching <laughs> them. I think they're tough and they're incredibly well coached. And they've got great chemistry.
6: Gotta love Spicy P, but I think we retired that nickname, right? I think that's what the streets were telling me, uh, Pascal Siakam. Well, I'm maroon.
4: I kind of like it. Let's go ahead to the third quarter. The Raptors up by 7 Gary Trent Jr. knocks down the 3 and then going ahead to the end of the third here once again Siakam finds Trent Jr. another one
6: look you got to love the ball movement they play selfless basketball and they also work hard i mean look at the hustle on this play gets an open 3 knocks
4: it down that's ba- that's raptors basketball Trent Jr. at 21 points in the second half and the Raptors win at 119-109 all right perk You gave Doc Rivers just a stirring pep talk a couple of weeks ago. If it was a couple of days ago, time flies when you're having fun. It doesn't seem like that's translated, though, to their (laughs) on-court performance. Is this just a slow start for Philly? Is there something else going on? Please tell me.
3: No, it's a problem. It's mm. a problem because I'm, I'm looking at body language and I'm huge on body language. I don't see chest bumping. I don't see high-fiving. I don't see guys being happy for one another. I see a lot of my-turn basketball, individual basketball on the offensive end. We don't see the ball swinging from one side of the floor to the other, whether it's sticking in Joel and B hands or James Harden's, hands. It's all about can James get going? Can Ty, uh, uh, Tyrese Maxey get going? What about Tobias Harris? And on the defensive side of things, I don't see finger pointing. I don't hear, I don't see talking. I don't see communication. And it's a problem. And guess what? If they continue to go down this route, you know who they're going to point the finger at. It's going to be pointed at Doc Rivers. And, I mean, sadly, he got to be held accountable to his aspect. I love Doc to death. But right now they have a chemistry problem. And I think Doc has, has to type and tighten up and have one of those coming to Jesus meetings he used to have with us when he used to go down and explain roles and explain sacrificing and explaining losing yourself in the team.
4: Alright, so that's the Sixers side of things. I want to bring Brian Windhorst back in here to talk about the game that actually, the team that actually won the game because the Raptors are looking pretty impressive. What did you take away from seeing Toronto Mm -hmm. last night, Brian?
0: yeah you gotta look at pascal siakam we're gonna be watching this all year he's averaging out of the gates here in five games 25 points nine rebounds eight assists a game those are mvp level numbers now siakam made second team all nba last year which was a great accomplishment because he had a rocky year uh you know two years ago where he you know got benched by coach nick nurse the reason pascal siakam as huge advantageous, uh, huge uh, incentive to make the All-NBA team again, is if he does it, guys, he becomes super max eligible. Mm. He had the option to sign a a contract extension uh, this last offseason. He did not do it because he's betting on himself to make All-NBA again and look at one of those $200 million contracts and look at the start he's off to. He is highly motivated. I'm not sure the Raptors are crazy about giving him that type of contract, Contract, but they're going to reap the rewards of him chasing it, and he certainly is.
4: Oh, and they've been fun to watch this season. All right, let's go from Canada back to stateside and take it coast to coast. We're going to start with Trey Young and the Hawks. Ice strike. He scored 23 of his 35 points in the first half, propelled Atlanta to a 118-113 win over the Pistons. Cheney, the Hawks improved to 3-1. and one. What do you like so far? I like the aggression
6: that we're seeing from Trey Young. I believe he made 16 free throws on the night, and we all know free throws are an indicator of how hard you want to go and how much you want to keep defenses on point six guys in double figures gotta love what the Hawks are doing so far
4: let's stay in the east and check in on Paolo Caro because he continues (sighs) to be dropping career high numbers 29 points for the magic however Cleveland got the win dropped Orlando to 0-5 Tim what's been more impressive for you Paolo or the Cavs so far?
5: I gotta go with Paolo just because they got the pick right. Mm. He's 24 and 8, first five games, five straight 20-point games. I know it's been five losses, but we know how young they are. Cleveland's a definitely a story. They went from a great story to trying to be a great team. They're gonna be a noisemaker in East.
4: Let's check in on the heat. They beat the Blazers handing Portland their first loss of the year. Dane Willard, though, would leave in the third quarter with what the team called a strained right calf. He didn't return. He told reporters he felt just a, a bit of his calf pregame and it just tightened up a bit was the quote he said. He added he's not, quote, overly concerned. And if it was a playoff game, he would have played through it. Obviously, though, hamstring injuries, they can be a bit tricky. So we hope to see him back. Soon, the Knicks—they beat the Hornets in overtime, moved to three and one on the season. Jalen Brunson continues to impress in New York. Legs in your difference maker series—you said he wasn't one. Has he changed your mind?
5: I said he wasn't one in terms of the big picture for the Knicks, mm. and ultimately, I still believe that this—this this is mile one of a marathon we're in right now. But make no mistake about it—he has taken the ball, put it on his hip, and let them know you have a point guard in the building that mm. knows how to run a team as a big game player. No doubt about it. Best way to describe the Knicks: mile one in a marathon. Last Yes, but
4: certainly not least, the Jazz, they beat the Rockets after Houston had beaten them just two days ago. Don't look at ago. me, Malika. I'm looking at you, Cheney. What's the biggest reason the Jazz have been able to get out to this start? I
6: mean, I just love what they're doing. A big reason is Lori Markinen, who's come out of the gates red hot. Jordan Clarkson went five for ten from threes. They're just a team that knows themselves and full of savvy vets.
4: Coming up on NBA Today, Vince Carter Ooh. is back. So we're going to pick the best dunk of the season so far. It's time to visit the upper room. That's next. <laughs>
1: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
3: Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.
4: Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. And it is time. We've been waiting all season to go here. And for the very first time, Vince Carter, tell the people where we are headed.
2: Malika, we're headed to the upper room. Yes, sir. Let's
4: go. And as a reminder, this is how the upper room works. This is an homage to the best dunks in the game. So we will nominate a dunk from the past week. Vince is going to choose who the velvet ropes part for, who gets a spot in the upper room. So if I may, I'm gonna kick it off with my nominee. It is Vegas' current front runner for the rookie of the year, Paolo Bancaro. Look at this, Vince.
2: Mm, the rookie having his welcome to the league moment, Corey Joseph. I love you, Toronto's Toronto's own, but man, he's, he's making a statement here. You see, no hesitation, and then he flexed on him, said, Little man, get out of my way. Look at this Brett. right here. Let's go. Oh, mm. Look
4: at that. My goodness! Mm, Malika, I feel very Malika, good about Malika, my nominee. That's a good one. I feel very yeah, good should. about good my one. nominee.
6: Oh, who's gonna try to top me? I will go next. Who's I next? don't feel great about my nominee <laughs> because I got last pick because I was sleeping in from the Black Panther premiere. But nonetheless, <laughs> this is all about level of difficulty. Oh, John me, huh? Collins, your squad, Atlanta Hawks, take it away, Vince. Oh,
2: John the Baptist. Okay, John. The, <laughs> anytime, John the Baptist is going to be something mm, special. So think about this here. Watch this in slow mo. Oh! He's gonna catch with the left. Change. What's up? Oh. Two hands. Up. Ah, the right. right. You know what? Bra, bra. He figured since he was hanging up here, he just dunk it with the right hand. Since I'm uh, just hanging uh, up uh, here, nobody uh, else uh, is up uh, here with me. Pitter
5: pat. Oh, I right. like that, Sinead That's the good one, though. <laughs> All right, man. Whatever. That's a what good bro. one.
4: Mm mm. Like who you <laughs> Who's got? Who's next?
5: Who's next? I think it's Perk. Is Perk next or me? Who's up? Nah, it's on me. It's on me, and you know who I got. The most exciting person in
3: basketball. (laughs) I'm going with John. Mr. Coach himself, he should have bottle service. Bring out the bottle service. Here it go right here. Talk about taking it to the upper room. Oh, with the left. Man. With the
2: left. Hey, take the, and here's what's crazy about it, Perk. It's, It's a bad pass. Outside of the outside of the square, and I mean, outside of the, the, I mean, like the box, and he just catching with the left hand. He's like, let me easily finish this for y'all to show you what I can do.
5: That I, pass is better done. That's a good one, too. That pass is in. better done. I like All right, Vince, in. I'm going to bring it in. home right here, because I got a dude without a running start. <laughs> no running start. Okay. Old school, one-on-one, in the post, off two feet, oh. with a dude hanging on your back. This is degree of difficulty Ooh. to the Thank max right here. Jared Allen. what do you think? I like it because look,
2: oh. ball fake first. oh Ball fake first to get the guard out of there. Little shoulder to move the light fella out the way. You see here, ball fake. Excuse me, young fella. Mmm. Eat that. Oh, that was what a sack like. I like it. That's that is like that is that is just like man to man crime right there. <laughs> right, right,
4: bro. I see you. All right, we presented them all. I'm feeling pretty what good. You called it? Vince, it's time for you to call it. Man to man
2: crime. <laughs> so, man-to-man crime, hang time, nah, let's just cut the chase. Mr. John Morant,
3: the ropes are already what? open for you, baby. Welcome to the upper That's right.
2: Oh, <laughs> baby.
3: But, and make sure you put them sparkles on no. there with them bottles. Man, <laughs> hey, we got sparkles.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I you. love piece of John Morant, but I was no. feeling so good about my pick. I appeal this decision. <laughs> I'd like to, elevate, yeah, like to speak to your manager.
2: You really had you, you were right for feeling good about it, but like, this man's floating in the air. I'm talking about outside of the box, outside of the square, Catch it with the left hand right. and softly brings it back in. All right. That's like I mean, we're control. just going to we're gonna have
4: to raise That's our level. That's air traffic
2: control right there, baby. I mean, big big
5: did he make it though. last year? Big hey, big you know what? That's right. John Morant, congratulations.
4: The first inductee yeah, of the year to the upper <laughs> room. And speaking of dunkers, Anthony Edwards, he showed out last night maybe even proving that he doesn't need to change some certain thing i'm, Papa. I'm gonna leave it right there we'll be right back How about Papa?
0: we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens you grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely we've all been there
3: NBA Today is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Maybe
7: I could do a better job of teaching him how to take care of his body. You have Popeyes in? Yeah, man. I had Popeyes after the game. I know y'all think it's funny up here when he talks about Popeyes and all that. Where do Popeyes fries rank? Fries. They top, folks. They top. Okay. Fo. That doesn't make me happy to hear, you know, we're high-level athletes. Oh, they one sauce for Edwards. <laughs>
4: Alright, so that was Carl anthony Towns, uh, and Edwards finished Monday's game with only nine points, minus 16 on the court in a loss to the Spurs. I'm just going to leave this here. This is what the official Popeyes Twitter account said.
6: I eat eyes, regardless of what my teammates say, and they love me for it. My teammates love me for it. They, they know Are you they talking don't eat about it all me? the time. I love you for it. No, I'm talking about my actual basketball teammates. Oh, okay. The Spurs. Okay, I'm just, I'm I was just,
4: I'm just making sure. Meanwhile, though, <laughs> Ant was back on his game and scored a season-high 34 points, drained seven threes, tossed out nine dimes. He also finished the game with sick, a plus 16, highest on both teams, but that's not all. Did you guys see this? Shortly after the game, he was getting up more shots, running the arena, some stairs for some extra post-game work. I love I loved seeing that. Uh, you can see the video right there, but Perk, how are you evaluating Aunt Edwards last night?
3: Well, first of all, you know I love Popeye's chicken sandwich, but guess what? We Stop got different, more flavors, and they got the Bob chicken sandwich as well. Here's the thing though, Malika, <laughs> let me tell you this, okay? <laughs> Please do, sir. This is what Anthony Edwards do. He loved adversity and this is why this guy, his mental is unmatched, his confidence. he bounced back in great fashion. Now, my question to call Anthony Towns is you talked about his diet, you talked about his habits. He was running and getting work in post-game. Why you weren't getting it in with him? You didn't have the best game last night, but that's neither here nor there. Look, Anthony Edwards is going to be around for a long time. Anthony Edwards will soon be in the MVP conversation in the near future. This just shows who he is and the love and the passion that he has about his game and being one of the best.
4: Let's go from one number one pick to another big perk. Zion Williamson has been upgraded to questionable for tomorrow night's game versus the Suns. That game is right here on ESPN. Zion missed Tuesday's game against the Mavericks with a lower back and hip injury. Here's Zion earlier today at Pelican's practice.
7: Feeling better. Uh, That was a hard fall. (laughs) I'm taking a lot of falls, but but damn. Uh, Now I'm feeling a lot better each day. Uh, just got some ones in with brew. Feel great. And it was just me and the team gonna talk about further progression. And what like where was your concern level after the fall? Uh, at first I was just like man I, I hurt, but I stood up like all right, I'm gonna be straight. But then I, I try to make like a quick move. I was like, nah. I need to, I need to go chill. Hop <laughs> all
2: it. it over again.
7: Have you watched the went to foul again? Oh, uh, yeah, I saw I saw the replay. And, uh, it was a good defensive play. He, uh, he got all ball on it. Uh, I was just all balanced and Took a hard fall. You think you're going to be able to go tomorrow or see how you feel? Uh, questionable. Questionable. Like I said, just got to talk to the team, see where they're at with it.
4: Good sign He's in a good place. I like that. We got more hoops on ESPN tomorrow night. Doubleheader, it starts with Wizards Pacers at 7.30 Eastern. Tyrese Halliburton is actually joining us on the show tomorrow before that game. And then, as I mentioned, the Pelicans are in Phoenix. They take on Devin Booker and the Suns. Our coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern and on the app. Coming up on NBA Today is LeBron James being taken for granted. Here we go. Did you see what he posted on Instagram? If you didn't, we will show you when we're back in 60 seconds. Next week's star-studded NBA Wednesday doubleheader starts in Cleveland at 7:30 with Jason Tatum and the Celtics taking on Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. And the Blazers host John ja Morant, recently inducted into the Upper Room, and the Grizzlies. What's some our coverage shifts off right with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. Stephen A. He's going to have his telecast on ESPN too. And I heard Big Perk made his debut on NBA in Stephen A.'s world.
0: Hello, Stephen A. Hey. 9-12 left in the fourth quarter. We're going to go to the break and let Kendrick Perkins yell at his kids. We'll be back in a minute.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what? Who? Oh. What happened, um, Perk?
3: <laughs> they- what, what they they said they said be relaxed and act like you you know not on camera and how you watch the game and having four kids in the house when I'm trying to watch basketball it's a whole lot of hey sit down be quiet <laughs> and it's your bedtime that's what happened in the Perkins household I mean I wasn't faking it's part of it you know
4: what I appreciate that we'll just we'll just carry on but I was I got scared when you said so like. Me? You talking to me? I feel like you were censoring yourself too, Big Bird. (laughs) I know. I feel like there might have been some extras extras put in there. I I said this before (laughs) the break. Did you guys see what LeBron James posted on Instagram just before we went on air today? Uh, It's a video of him dunking, and the caption is, how long will you be taken for granted with a little thought bubble? Keep going, kid. Legs, what do you think of this?
5: I just don't know what he's talking about. How how, how can he possibly feel that that's how he's viewed, that he's taken for granted or not appreciated? He's on a bad team right now. I know it hurts. You're 0 4. You got to turn this thing around, but certainly I don't think anybody's ever uh, disrespected LeBron like that. He's been appreciated. Perk?
3: I I don't think he's talking to us, Legs. I think this is a direct message to rob Polinka and the lakers in the the, the front office to say do better and get something done Mm -hmm. so this wasn't to us as the fan base in the media this was a direct message to the front office
4: brian you read tea leaves on this sort of thing better (laughs) than anyone what do you think
0: look guys we we know we do not boxing code in social on social media he's passive aggressive on social media he gets angry when you try to put words into his mouth for stuff he said ignore if he wants to say something he has many channels he can say it directly
6: i would just say that maybe it could be like the athletic aspect of the game because this man has come out of the gates dunking like mm. he's 25 and so it's like don't sleep on me like what I'm doing is impressive but I agree like this is much to do about nothing when it comes to us it's probably more about the circumstance he's in as a Laker and they're 0 and four but I'm just I'm sorry Malika can I like go, yeah, go on a yes. side I'm just proud I showed up today y'all I'm really <laughs> proud I showed up this was a difficult morning for me recovering from the Black Panther premiere which everyone should watch when it's available go Disney are you good I'm good I just like I'm still high off of the experience across the street.
4: See, I saw you met Lupita Nyong'o.
6: How close were you away from Rihanna? I'm so close. Like Tim and I, can- Kathy. Can you take a, a joint shot? Okay, I, I was this close to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. <laughs> and yes no close. one escorted you away. Came, no one escorted me away. <laughs> oh, you, I just, you just sat there. I like, played it cool <laughs> after 20 seconds. I was like, Oh my gosh, Rihanna, 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 Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. I shook Tyler Perry's hand. Y'all, I was. Have you oh. washed
4: your hands since? I feel, I feel like
6: you're just. Like I, I always, always washed washed around hand hand yeah, yeah. like Like, ah. ha. If it was Rihanna, I'd question it. And you yeah, still
5: hung out with the of people today. So we. I showed
6: up. I really. I was gonna say, Hey, producer Hillary, can I take one for the team, please? But I showed up because I love the NBA and I love my job, and most importantly, I love you guys guys. Sis, you know what?
3: And, and meanwhile, while you was just having fun, Hillary Guy some on the red carpet of us was just working late well. last night.
4: <laughs> I, I was alongside you, Perk. You, you and I, I, I see you. I see you putting in the late night grind. I was texting with Legs. I know he was watching the games. I appreciate all of you, Cheney From the bottom of my heart, I want you to know, all of us, truly, we are proud of you, sis. Thank we you. will see you tomorrow here on NBA Today with Tyrese Halliburton, NFL Live is next.